Hello, welcome to Blaze Pod. It's Monday, the second of September. My name is Ben. Joining me, returning from his holiday, I'm very pleased to welcome back Andrew, aka Roy, aka that weirdo from the internet. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. Back to, from the international break, uh, before the international break. <laughs> yeah, you, you had a, a pre-international break break, and you've come back just in time for no football. But <laughs> Yeah, called up for Filey, I'm afraid, so I had to obviously do my duty over there and then. <laughs> <laughs> but I noticed you were still putting the you were still putting the effort in. You got the you got the Blackburn view from and stuff. Even yeah, I should put a shout out to my mate Tom actually, because the uh, Chelsea pre-match view, I managed to get the quotes together, but I just couldn't get on my website for long enough before the internet cut out. See, so we ended up having to, you know, type everything and do all the things. So, a shout out to him. <laughs> nice. You have, you have a team working for it. Got him. a team, yeah. Nice team. They don't get paid, but I said I'll, uh, I'll pay for his Netflix this month for something. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, but you were back from your holiday in time to see the Chelsea game at the weekend. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. I mean, a fairly, uh, fairly dramatic game. I mean, did you uh, did you expect that we might get something out of this? Obviously, you were, you were off the. Uh, off the previous pod, but myself and, and Jay kind of felt that we could get something. Were mm-hmm. you were you similar mind, or were you thinking this could be uh, a pretty comfortable defeat? Well, I think I see some. I always look at my Super Six and what I've gone for in that, as because I try and be quite impartial with that because money's riding on it. So, <laughs> uh, and I, I had two one Chelsea, which sort of suggests that I didn't think it would be on the realms of possibility that we could get something. I thought they might have a little bit too much for us, but I wasn't. I was. I won't say we're confident, but there was definitely a part of me which I thought, it's not like if we had played City, for instance, I'd be thinking, yeah, that, you'd write that one off. I certainly didn't think we should be writing it off. No, probably not. Um, and yeah, we, I, I almost like don't want this to go unrecognised. We came back from 2-0 down at Stamford Bridge, a team yep. that won the Europa League 4-1 like six months ago, not even that, like four months ago. Mm. They're playing in the Champions League this year. Um and yeah, we you know the last time we played there, we were absolutely swept aside twelve years ago, three 0 defeat. Hulse obviously broke his leg just to sort of cap an awful day. But yeah, complete contrast. I love what Wilder said afterwards about you know we're not here to to collect shirts. You know we're here to try and win. And yeah, I, I was as I say, I had an inkling that we could get something, but I was still just completely over the moon at full time. I thought, what? I certainly didn't think we could get some at half time. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah, we'll get into the game uh, in some detail in a minute. But yeah, state of play so far, five points from four games. That's that's not bad. And obviously we're, what are we, 10th in the early table? And it's just slipped down a few places yesterday. Yeah, Tottenham, our our rivals, Tottenham. (laughs) And Everton as well, yeah, devastating. Um, I actually thought about this earlier I think you could sort of make a case that our start to the season maybe wasn't that easy you know like four weeks ago we looked at it and it was like oh, okay Bournemouth Palace Leicester like that's that's not the worst start to the season but I think you could make a case that it actually was quite hard I mean Bournemouth are going to finish mid-table but we played away and drew you know Palace they looked awful against us yeah. but they won at Man U they beat Villa very... I mean, it was only 1-0 and uh, there was that hilarious disallowed goal for Villa right at the end, but uh, Palace did give Villa a bit of a hammering in that game. Yeah, I saw someone on the, ra- someone on the radio saying people have just seem to overlook the fact that Palace battered them, basically, <laughs> the yeah. entire game. So. They, they pretty much did, yeah. Um, and and they're like, what are they, like sixth in the table or something like that now? So, well, they were fourth on Saturday. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I've checked the table since, but... Yeah, so I was... You know, that, that suddenly 
that you know might actually be quite a tough game. I'm not saying they're going to finish in like. Well, they've the lost one game seven. this season against us. So yeah, exactly, Leicester. I'm very confident saying they're going to be top six. Yeah, and then Chelsea, as I said, you know, all right, they may be a team a little bit in transition. They were missing a couple of players on Saturday with no. Uh, no Kante, no Pedro. Kante is probably the, the big miss, I suppose. But they're still going to finish like top six or seven. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I feel pretty good about uh, about where we're at going into the international break. Yeah, completely. I think that I mean, there's a lot of talk of obviously after the event, people saying, "Oh, this Chelsea side rubbish," and on the on six oh six and stuff, their fans are worrying about being mid table and stuff. But you can't take anything away from that. I mean, they outplayed Liverpool a couple of weeks ago in the mm. uh, oh, what's it called the Club Super Cup. Cup, Super Cup, that's yeah. it, yeah. And I remember watching that game and thinking, wow, well, that's another, they're going to be pretty decent, actually, Chelsea, this season. Because I had them finishing fifth in our predictions uh, mm. that we did before. And I, I don't see anything anything to suggest that they're, been, they're not going to be top six, to be honest, because Man United aren't pulling up any trees. No, I, I just think the drop-off from top two to the rest of the league is, yeah. is quite significant. But I still, yeah, I still think Chelsea will be up there. So, yeah, I mean... I guess you could say this is like, I mean, I don't think we recorded a result like this last time we were in the Premier League. I mean, you could say the win over Arsenal at home, but... Yeah, we, we didn't pick up anything away from home, did we? Not against anyone of any significance. I mean, off the top of my head, one at Watford, one at Wigan. Um, yeah, at Newcastle, I think that were it. Newcastle, yeah, there might have been one more in there, but it was not a... It was not a even a, an established team, if you like, it wasn't a top table team. It was no, they were all struggling. Newcastle at the time went bottom of the league that when we beat them. So mm. you know, all those three were down there all season. Watford obviously eventually got relegated, and Wigan yeah. stayed up last day, obviously against us. Yeah, so you could, you could you could you <laughs> could you could make the case this is uh, our most impressive league result for I don't know. 15 years, 20 years, something like that. Mm. Going back a long way. But all right, let's 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 talk about the game itself then. So uh, McBurney came in from a Goldrick. That was our only change. Um, Chelsea, quite interesting, had uh, Tamori playing right centre-back, which yeah. again made me... Um, actually, was, he was on the... Uh, it was on the right, I think, wasn't it? It was him and Zuma. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Him and, and Zuma in the centre, yeah. um, which again made me think, like, you know, Tamori was, he was good last season, Uh he was at Derby, wasn't he? Sometimes yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, I thought he was good for them. It maybe he had a, a bit of an error in his game at the time, but, you know, 21-year-old defender, what do you expect? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that did make me think, oh, we could potentially get something from this, I think. Um, but, I mean, we just we just didn't get going in that first half at all. Um, and, yeah, not to tangent too far away from the actual game, but I think I think we've been pretty bad in first half so far this year. And, I agree with that, yeah, completely. And I hope we can sort it out. I mean, we haven't scored a first-half goal yet. All right, we haven't conceded many either. I mean, if you did a table just on second half, we're probably like top three or four, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this this was not a good first half, um, which is frustrating because we were not good in the first half against Leicester either. Um, that said, Chelsea didn't really create that much. I mean, we have to talk about the goals. They were just... They were yeah. awful, weren't they? And it's so... That's the most frustrating thing. Yes. I think that we didn't play any... I, I'd probably give us a four out of ten that first half. I don't think we went forward enough. I thought we weren't taking chances. Mm. We looked scared stiff. We were just playing it safe. Very rare did anyone get forward in terms of wing-backs or centre-halves or anything. But we should have really come in at nil-nil because the goals were completely our errors. Yeah. 
No, I, I completely agree. I mean, you could also maybe this is going a bit far, but you could say we should have gone in one nil up because uh, yeah, Robinson had a chance, good chance. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. So the the first goal, I mean, um, a cross comes in, uh, Abraham heads it towards goal, and uh, yeah, I mean Henderson. This is that's just weak goalkeeping for me. I, you know, yeah. I saw some people. I thought we were going to give a foul when I watched the stream because I thought he should he can't have dropped that. Are you? <laughs> you know, I, I just thought surely something's happened there, but then you watch the replay and yeah. Fair goal. Yeah, no, I, I went through exactly the same kind of mental process. I think it was like not quite wanting to believe what I'd just seen. Like, oh, <laughs> really? You know, last time we played uh, Tammy Abraham, he was at Villa, and we basically just gifted him a soft as goal. So yeah. he must want to play us every week, to be honest. Yeah. Because um, yeah, but you know, Pulisic challenges Henderson, but it's it's just weak. You know, he's got to do better. I mean, just come and claim the ball and take a whack for your troubles. And if that's, that's what it. happens, you probably do get a free kick. But no, this it never a foul, just a weak bit of goalkeeping. It runs back to uh, Abraham, and he's a good striker. I like him. I mean, I think he'll he'll score a lot of Premier League goals, and he's certainly not going to miss chances like that. No. Um, we did have a chance to equalise, as you mentioned. Uh, Robinson headed wide from it's quite close range. It was actually a better chance than I initially thought. Um, I think it was like a 0.4 xG chance. So you know, you yeah. Can... I, to be fair, at the time, I I thought he should have scored there, or at least got it on target. To be honest, yeah. That was, do you know, that was probably our. You mentioned it there with like not getting players forward or anything. I think that was our one good move of the half. Um, yeah, and and I kind of saw it unf- unfolding, if you like. I think I can't quite remember. But I think Basham sort of laid it back to Norwood, and then Basham disappears. And you're like, oh, we, we've got players in the right positions here in terms of like yeah. he's gone. Here's Lundstrom. He's going to like lay it forward to him, and yeah, Basham pulls off a, a lovely little pirouette for. Possibly no reason, but, you know, <laughs> it, it looked quite good, I think, in his typical kind of uh, sort of drunken dinosaur running with the ball. Um, puts in a great cross and, uh, yeah, diving header from Robinson, probably, uh, as you say, I think probably should have got it on target at least and might well have scored. Um, so, yeah, we we're kind of in okay shape at that point. But then, I mean, this goal, the second goal for Chelsea was even worse than, than the first yeah. one, I thought. I mean, so uncharacteristic. It's just a... It's just a straight ball from, I think, Jorginho in the centre of the circle. And um, Egan probably has it. And O'Connell just randomly runs into him from behind. I don't... I just have no yeah. idea what happens here. I mean, at the time, I actually sort of turned away a little bit to like see what the results were and stuff. Because I thought, well, there's no... It was just a nothing ball, weren't it? It was just a, such an easy clearance. And then I, I think it's O'Connell's fault. I think it's Egan's ball... O'Connell sort of comes over the top of him. They obviously both get in it. And then the way it falls is you could say he's unlucky because he goes straight to Abraham. But another good finish for him, to be fair. Yeah, I'm going to portion some slight blame to uh, to Egan here because I, he, I think he's just... I think he's a bit too high up the pitch and so he's suddenly... That's a good point, yeah. It start, it's not like over his head, but it's obviously in that kind of in-between stage that it makes O'Connell go like, I need to come and do something about this. Um, which is and to just... be fair, that had happened a couple of times before, hadn't it? Like mm. Egan sort of being a bit too far forward and Abraham and I think it would Pulisic getting in behind him on a couple of occasions. So. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, it's, it just runs straight to Abraham again, of course. Uh, and yeah, Henderson gets a hand on it, but can't can't push it away. And, and it's just, I mean, the frustration. I just, I always just stood there with my uh, hands on my head, like I can't believe we've just given this team two yeah. goals. Like it's so frustrating. And you know, then you go in at half time two 0 down. And let's be right, we're, at that point, we're probably thinking like this is going to be 
it probably will be like a three nil win. You know, Chelsea will just get another one, and, and then detecting, yeah, yeah, we we haven't threatened at all apart from that one chance. I mean, we barely had a shot apart from that. I don't think it was the most angry I've been this season in ter- half time because I felt it was a bit of a worn out performance. So I, I don't mean mm. that in the, in in the sense that we hit it long or played direct. In the sense that we sort of didn't feel like we belonged there. We, we I just felt that the players were. Oh, it's Stamford Bridge, you know, oh, I've made a mistake, we should be 1-0 down, fair enough. That's me- I didn't like that side to us because it's everything that Wilder said we wouldn't be. And then obviously the second half came and it proves exactly why we are different to that Warnock team. But that first half reminded me a lot of that, of, this is just a game we can't win, let's, you know, hmm. play it safe, let's not get hammered, let's just move on. Yeah, no, I, I was uh, I very much the same thoughts running through my mind as well. Um, as you say, the second half starts... Uh, do you know, this is a little bit of a mystery to me because I don't think we actually changed anything in terms of obviously the players were the same. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I don't think we really changed anything tactically either. You know, the formation Not was the I same. Noticed. No, but um, we were brilliant. We, you know, we obviously scored two goals ourselves this half. Um, we were essentially running rings around Chelsea. You know, they had they had no answer for us whatsoever. No. Um, and it was, yeah, it was phenomenal to see. Um, getting the goal immediately definitely helped. So, you know, a great bit of play down the left from Stevens, who, you know, just, just leaves Aspilicueta in the dust, basically, and a lovely ball in. And, you know, it's a good finish from Robinson as well. That's, yeah. It's not easy to do that where it comes across your body and then he just side foots it into the net. Um, Especially after the miss in the first half and Wilder said he'd give him a few pelters, didn't he, at half time as well? Yeah. Um, I think it was yeah it was goals on Sunday yesterday. I don't know if you saw this, but um, I didn't see this. No. So they did a good thing, um, basically showing the the kind of movement that Robinson has for the goal because he he is sort of out with Stevens on the left wing when he picks up the ball, mm. and then he he very quickly gets into a central position and pulls away from the defender. So yeah, it was it was pretty smart all round, and yeah, it's a great ball from Stevens. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Robinson finishes it off and. He was over the moon when it was, there was part of it. Went it. mental. I, 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 thought, I genuinely thought, have we equalised? Have I missed the goal? <laughs> you were going that mad. So there, was, like, uh, there was a small part of it that was like, all right, come on, come on, get back. <laughs> Let, <laughs> yeah. Let's get on with the game. <laughs> but no, it's, uh, I, I can understand that. You know, it's Just a relief, I think, a lot of it. Obviously, he's, what, he's had a fourth game, in it, and yeah. he's not really looked like scoring in, in that game. He obviously had a bit of a half chance against Palace. I mm. obviously didn't see the Leicester game, but from what I've read for it, he didn't really have much opportunities in that one either. So I think it's a lot. Of, it must be a massive relief to get your first goal, especially in the Premier League and away at Chelsea. Yeah, I think so, definitely. And yeah, absolutely showed on his face. He's not. He's not really had many chances, has he? I mean, he's, no. he, he was poor against um, against Leicester. Him and McGoldrick were both kind of, uh, you know, just just not just not a presence in the game at all. So I, to be honest, I was a little bit surprised he started this game. Um, I was going to, have to say the same. Like I said, I didn't see the Leicester game, but from what everyone was saying. Robinson was probably even poorer than McGoldrick, so I thought it would be McGoldrick and McBurney up front, or even McBurney and Sharp. So I'm quite surprised Robinson played, but once again, Wilder comes up trumps, doesn't he? Yep, absolutely. Um, big moment. Henderson makes a save to deny uh, Abraham the hat trick. This is this is actually a really really good save, and yeah, uh, I don't know if you want to do the old uh, like oh he's made up for his mistake earlier, but I think you could definitely definitely make the case that he has here. I mean, it's you know it's it's kind of it's close to him, but those can be quite difficult to save. You know, he gets down really well, but the big thing for me is he pushes it so far away from goal. It's he almost like. 
I don't know, he almost flips it away. Like, yeah, I've got well, that written down, so. actually. It's how far he pushed it away to me, Robin. The direction's brilliant anyway, but mm. to get that power on it with like one hand to push it into a really good area, I think that, yeah, it's a great save. Yeah. Um, I then think... a great tackle after, actually, from Lundstrom coming in as well. Oh, that's true, yeah. Um, and I think that was actually Chelsea's only real chance of the half. Um... I think they had a shot where Henderson punched a corner. It wasn't a bad punch or anything. The oh. shot from this area... That's and I think that's the only other time I thought, you know, heart in mouth sort of time. Yeah, that was uh, that was also at two one, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. We were it, pushing forward then and stuff, and it yeah, comes out to mount and he uh, he volleys it wide. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that was not great goalkeeping. I think it was a bit of a mixed day for Henderson. Um, yeah, I think I think if that goes in, then you know we're looking at him like you've just had a bit of a shocker there, mate. Even yeah, with, even too, with the good yeah. save, but fortunately it didn't. Um, and yeah, we were we were pushing forward uh, just just quite a lot, really. I mean, um, Muse comes on and and looks very dangerous. Uh, Robinson has uh, a shot blocked um, inside the box. We were we were getting some good crosses in that they were, you know, having to kind of force away. Uh, Norwood had that good long range shot, which just for a half second I thought it was going to fly in the net. I mean, you were going all over the place, weren't it? Yeah, but actually it was quite a comfortable save. Oh, Steve, yeah. Stevens had that one on the counter. Um, that deflected and you're sort of willing it in, but uh, Kepper made a good save to it. But then uh, equaliser comes, 89th minute. Um, a great bit of play from Robinson. Actually, I don't want to overlook the... Uh, it's, it looks kind of simple, but it's a really good pass from Norwood down the line. Yeah, um, it is, yeah, yeah, it is. Because it almost sucks Aspilicueta into the ball a little bit, and then he suddenly realises, like, oh, actually, no, I need to drop off. And by that point, Robinson sort of rolled him a little bit. And then, uh, yes, yeah, sticks the cross in. Uh, and it's a Zuma own goal. To change my mind, Muse or Zuma? Yeah, um, I want to give it Muse so much that I don't care if it hit Zuma. To be honest, <laughs> uh, I think it sort of. I've seen it. I, I didn't think it was his goal at all until I've seen. I've seen that slow motion uh, version, of, the, the the angle of it. Yeah, where it's sort of from the side view, and it does look like he's kicked it against his boot back into the net. So well, I don't know what do you think. Mm, I think it's an own goal. I, I have I've not said that. I, <laughs> I have seen that, but I'm not. I'm still not 100 percent sure there actually is a touch by Musa. I mean, he celebrated like he scored, but um, I think he may well have just been over the moon that we've equalised. I think um, he deserved. He, he was brilliant. I thought when he came on, just everything that we've lacked in a substitute for ages. To be honest, that sort of page trickery. You don't know what he's going to do. There was that point where he was running towards the Chelsea back 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 line and. I was like, shoot or pass or do something. He was so calm on the ball. And mm. then he ended up, I think it was when Stevens had that deflected shot. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty promising cameo, to be honest. Um, Did you go to the Blackburn match? I didn't. Uh, you know, I don't make any apology for this. I, I just think these <laughs> I just think these early round cup games are a waste of time. Like, Yeah. Um, yeah, he only played really well, that's all. Um, yes, again, coming off the bench, well. didn't he? Yeah, I mean, I kind of, you know, I, I I went to quite a few of the preseason friendlies. So people like Morrison and um, and Moose, I've like I, I've seen a bit of already. So it's like that's lost a bit of the novelty factor for yeah. me. And you just knew that cup game was going to be rubbish fair with so many changes. Yeah. I'm glad we won, obviously, and hopefully, um, hopefully, we take it a bit more seriously the further on we progress. If indeed we do get any further, I, but... there were a bit of a meltdown, weren't they, going on with certain people? Like, oh, the backups are rubbish, and you know, and all this sort of stuff. But we said exactly the same against Barnet. You can't just change ten people 
But anyway, I'm, I'm digressing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was the equaliser. Um, and I, I think it's hard to say that we uh, did not deserve it, as in, indeed many many Chelsea fans kind of said afterwards. That, you know, they're quite magnanimous about it, to be Very honest. surprised by that view, from to be honest. After the sort of arrogance of a lot of the, the pre-match view, they, on the whole, they were really, they deserved it. We were even lucky to get a point in the end, which has probably got a bit too far, but... Mm, yeah, I think I make the case for it. I mean, it's interesting looking at the stats. Uh, expected goals is is quite heavily weighted in uh, Chelsea's favour. Under stat of it, two point two eight and zero point nine nine for United. However, that doesn't count the goal, the second goal, because that was an own goal. So, mm. you know, you should add up, add some on for that. I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is one thing with expected goals where, like, you know, all right, you could say Chelsea. If you create a, a, an XG of more than two, then generally you've been like a good attacking force. You know, you've created some big chances, but Chelsea created Bob all, didn't they? We blooming gave him two of them goals. Yeah, and even the the one um, after that, was it Mount who went through and, and I think Basham got a tackle in, didn't I? Uh, Kovacic. And that were another awful bit of defending again. This was came straight after the second goal and they were like, we're, we're just falling apart. You were like Villa all over again. Hmm. Indeed. Um but yeah, I mean, I just looked at like the se- if you just do that like a first half to second half split. So second half we had five shots to Chelsea's four, uh, one big chance each. We had more tackles, more interceptions, more crosses, attempted more attacking third passes, and it was. I mean, it, it's a mystery to me what happened at half time, unless it literally was you know Wilder kick up the backside kind of thing, like stop playing like tourists. And play like Sheffield United because that's that's exactly what I thought it were. I, I texted my friend at half time because he, he were at work and I said, he said like, what's it like? And I said, we just don't. We've got no confidence and I can't understand why. I know we lost to Leicester last week or whatever, but we were playing almost like we were on a, a fifteen match losing streak and we didn't want to make another mistake and we were scared. And there were no need to be because I think even in that first half you could tell Chelsea could be got at. Mm. I think we, there were a few moments, obviously Robinson's header and there were Basham, you know, when he did that ridiculous folly that went out for a throw in or whatever. Oh, yeah. There were definitely signs and I don't think they were causing us that much problems from their own play as well. So it were really frustrating at half time and then as you said the second half, obviously the other goal helped. That that helped for the confidence, but even like before that, that first minute, you could tell we were more aggressive, we were pushing forward, everything was oh, frustrating, but ultimately rewarding in the end. Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, just looking through the splits, first half to second half, so Luke Freeman, uh, 10 out of 10 attacking third passes in the second half. He had two in the first. Mm. Ender Stevens, three out of three take-ons, zero in the first. Um Egan, Stevens and Lundstrom had six ball recoveries in the second half, all had two or less in the first half. Norwood, three out of three tackles, second half, only one first half. Lundstrom, five interceptions, second half, zero first half. O'Connell, four interceptions, second half, zero first half. Just like, it was Different like team. everyone stepped up. Everyone was like, just playing more aggressively, playing smarter. You know, that, I mean, that what I've just said there for 30 seconds is the definition of we started winning all the second balls. Yeah. And, and that's why we were able to get back in the game much more. I mean... Um, Lundstrom in particular with interceptions. Mm. I counted like off my own back just watching it. At least four brilliant interceptions from Lundstrom. And then I think the first half, him and Norwood were sort of just playing as... I didn't think they were necessarily bad. They, I don't remember giving the ball away all the time or anything, but they just didn't really do anything, did they? They were just sort of there if you know what I mean. yeah no for sure producing and, anything and Lundstrom won some of those um some of those quite high up the pitch as well and 
I can't remember what it led. There was one that led to an opportunity for us. He like won it on halfway, like a, you know, just basically read a pass, picked it off, and uh, and off we went. Um, yeah. O'Connell made a big sliding tackle in the second half, and hat tip to the tea lady on Twitter for this one because yeah, I, I I remember at the time thinking like, wow, that's pretty big. They were basically away on the counter. Yeah. And he yeah. just slides in and makes this mega tackle and wins possession for us, and off he goes again. Do you remember the? Um, the the moment he makes that sort of double header interception while he's laid <laughs> on, he's the on the floor, floor. yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I thought he were injured actually. I thought he's injured there because he sort of he held his knees after. It. Yeah, that were absolute. That, that just showed. And I know it's a, that might sound easy to say, but the the difference in determination, if you know what I mean, that difference of I'm on the floor. He were obviously in some sort of pain, and he still you know got a header in like a double header. Yeah, ridiculous. and heads it straight to a teammate. It was yeah. like, it just it wasn't like I'm just going to throw myself and block this. It's like no, the ball's there. I'm on my knees, but I'm just going to lunge with my head and this bizarre diving header straight yeah. to a teammate. They were a really good header. Very after two two at the end, they put just like it, it was a bit of a, a hopeless ball in in a way, but an absolutely incredible header came flying in from Egan. I don't know if you remember that. It was like one of the last things that happened, and I just thought. It were all, that were almost in the same way that Henderson, you say, made up from his mistake. That was sort of Egan's version of it, if you know what I mean, because it was mm. such a good header. Yeah, definitely. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you... Oh, you did listen to the last pod, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so um, I had Ram Srinivas on, as, uh, as you obviously know, who's a, a, a Chelsea fan and analytics expert and one of the things he called out was that Chelsea are very weak down their right hand side so that Azpilicueta side of the ball he's been pretty poor this season um I was surprised when I heard him say that because I've always had him down as a solid player to be honest yeah um but when he was saying it I was thinking you know I still didn't feel confident that we could cause the sort of problems that we did to be honest around that side yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, we absolutely did. I don't know if it was like a deliberate targeting of this, but it felt like we did. I mean, in the game we had, uh, it was 12 out of our 14 crosses came from the left-hand side. I mean, that's that's remarkable, really, when you look at it yeah. like that. Um, and I think it was six out of eight shots as well, also from that area. So, you know, by having Robinson moving out to, drifting out to the left as he does, that's one of the you know things that he's very good at, is being that kind of wide forward sort of player. Um, Stevens obviously had a field day as, as he does because he's fantastic but I thought that was it was either really smart that we were kind of targeting the left side or Chelsea genuinely are terrible there and like yeah. it just fell yeah. that way but Ball, Ball don't do much really in an attacking sense not not due to him being poor but we definitely seem to concentrate far more because O'Connell in the second half as well was doubling up far more than I thought Basham did in the second half. Mm, definitely. Um, I guess Baldock may have had his hands full with uh, Pulisic. Who, uh, <laughs> yeah, fair play. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's a really good player, Pulisic, but um, he, he didn't really do much in this game at all. I think we do quite a good job on him. I'm just checking the average positions now to make sure he was indeed uh, out on that left. Uh, is he number... No, it's kind of Mount on the left, actually. Yeah, and they took him off, didn't they, and brought uh, the, the young lad on, which a lot of Chelsea fans weren't happy about. Yeah, because... do you know what? I, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I don't know if I'm overreacting here, but that felt very naive from Lampard. Yeah. Um, you do it when you're 3-0 up, don't you, with five minutes to go? Not 2-1 in a game where you're basically on the back foot. Yeah, I mean, there's something a bit weird with uh, with Kovacic, where I, I think he, like, had, <laughs> I don't know if he's, like, contractually obliged to get subbed every game. There was, <laughs> there was like, this joke last season that, um, you know, sort of 65, 70th minute, it was always Kovacic coming off and Loftus-Cheek coming on. So, 
but yeah, this this lad Billy Gilmore, um, who I'd only vaguely heard of before. I think it was his first first appearance in That's the Premier right, League. Yeah. I think he's only seventeen as well, isn't he? Uh, might be eighteen now, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that I don't want to say that was arrogant, but I think that was a bit stupid. Um, yeah. And I'm kind of glad we made them pay for it. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't his fault, Gilmore's fault that we equalised, but. I don't think that helps at all. I don't think that, no. as you said, that's not the situation to chuck him on in whatsoever. And I think it was his first start. Uh, sorry, his first appearance on the on the bench as well, weren't it? It yeah. wasn't just like he'd been pushing the first team, and you know that was his actual. So to bring to bring him on the bench, yeah, fair enough, good experience. But then to bring him on as well, that did seem a bit strange. Yeah, mm. uh, Tony Gale, the commentator for this match on the channel I was watching on. Yeah. Absolutely loved him. It was like Billy Gilmore. That's a proper footballer name. Yeah. It's like what a weird bit of commentary. That's yeah, what, what were we talking about then? I, I saw know. someone on the S two forum. Forgive me, I forgot who it was, but he said he's not like called Jimmy Throwing or <laughs> <laughs> you know, David Longshot. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, he, he also spent the entire game calling Sheffield, which annoyed me, but yeah, shouldn't yeah. annoy me by now. But, that, yeah, <laughs> but it, it shouldn't annoy me, but it does. Um, so yeah, we we definitely targeted that left hand side, um, and we we got a deserved point at Stamford Bridge. I'm still like slightly in disbelief. I I mean I, I tweeted this before the game. You know, this time three years ago, we were about to play Gillingham away, um, and now we've gone to Stamford Bridge, and yeah, left uh, left a lot of Chelsea fans quite unhappy, and deservedly so, really, in terms yeah. of performance. So. Yeah, I mean, imagine how good we'll be when we start playing well for a whole 90 minutes. I was going to say, we're only doing it. We're getting 45 minutes now, aren't we? It's only last two to take advantage so far. Yeah, <laughs> I think if we can play like that in most of our games in the second half, we're, oh, I think we're going to have a Well, this is the really thing. It's not as if it was a blood and thunder, you know, mm. running around getting, which we were doing, but it wasn't as if we were, you know, it wasn't a cup-type performance. That second half was just a Sheffield United performance. We know we can do that for at least 70, 80 minutes of a game. So there's no reason why we can't do it in the Premier League. We've shown in 45-minute spells how good we can be. I, I, I think the point itself is brilliant, the comeback's brilliant, but surely that's going to give them confidence to think we do belong here. You know, we've got sure. Southampton at home next. We've just come away from Chelsea 2-2. OK, they, they drew Man United 1-1, but we should be on the front foot straight off, I think, on that, that game. Um, I mean, yeah, you you and I both think that uh, United are going to stay. We both, you know, said that at the start of the season. But yeah, I've I've not seen anything in these first four weeks that makes me think otherwise. To be honest, I, I think particularly with this result, we we really should believe that we can take points off any team apart from Liverpool and City because I, I do think they're a different stratosphere. But any of the other seventeen teams, I think we should believe we can go to their ground and get points. And I certainly think that we should believe we can get three points at home from pretty much anybody. Do you agree with that? I completely agree with that. I think that I've seen a few fans from other clubs and stuff and listened to on radio saying oh, it's a bad time to play Sheffield United because they're off, they're on this uh, momentum of promotion. And I saw Chelsea. I heard a Chelsea fan on I think it was Talk Sports say that. I disagree. I think we're going to get better. I, I don't think we're anywhere near as best. I actually think it's arguably a good time to play, especially you know away for uh, at your own ground. Yeah, I think we'll get better and better. And I've seen we've played four what I call decent sides. Maybe not the top, but not Man City or anything like that. They might not get top four, but we've held a zone in every game, aren't we? I mean, I didn't see the Leicester game, but from judging by what people have said, we, we certainly didn't look out of his depth. No, that that was one we, we should have drawn, I think, really, at least. Um, yeah, maybe a push to say we deserve to win, but 
you know, goal goal from a mistake and then a, a an absolute stunner from Barnes. You know, we were, we were well in that game for sure. So yeah, I agree. We've uh, we have held our own at the very least, I think. And as you say, I think I think we can get better, and um, particularly as as more of these new players kind of get integrated as well. Um, let's actually just talk about that. Uh, a couple of those. McBurney um, made his first start. Uh, what did you think to his performance? I thought he was pretty ineffective, to be honest. Mm. I didn't feel as a team in that first half we were closing down enough. It, 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 certainly not aggressively enough anyway. I think he was sort of... I don't know, we were sort of jogging around a little bit rather than the second half. We were really pushed on to him. He, did a, he made a good pass in the second half, didn't he, to Robinson when we broke. And I think mm. Robinson hit it wide. But, yeah, I think we'll see better for him, from him uh, in the upcoming weeks. What about yourself? Yeah, I was... I, I... I don't think he played very well at all. I mean, he he made a massive impact off the bench against Leicester. Um, So, yeah, fully deserved his start. Although I I gather he was pretty poor against um, Blackburn midweek, but then... Yeah, I read the same, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he just just barely touched the ball, to be honest. It obviously came off after about 65 minutes, I think it was. But, you know, he completed eight passes in the whole game. um, And I think it was only... Three in the second half. Just check that. Yeah, so just three. He's there really to sort of be a nuisance as well, and and I don't really think we got that from him. He, he he was chased. I'm not saying he was being lazy or anything, but he wasn't. You know, he won't do, like when Billy Sharp comes on, he runs around all over the place and causes a bit of a nuisance. I don't think we really got that from McBurney, to be honest. No, definitely not. I mean, I think one of the uh, I can't remember it was it might be the Independent or something like that. I read the match report and they said like it looks like he lacks the pace to be a. Premier League striker, and it's like, all right, steady on, mate. I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I don't <laughs> yeah. have anything to do with that, to be honest. <laughs> no. Um, and in fairness to him, we created very little in well, the we first did. half. So. Yeah, I mean, he's you know, he's not gonna he's not gonna have many passes if you don't get the ball, which uh, yeah, he was pretty starved. I think I just expected a bit more from him against Tamori and Zuma. I mean, Zuma's yeah. a you know more of a physical central defender than maybe some of the other ones he'll go up against, but. Yeah, I think I was just—I was a little bit disappointed with him. Um, yeah, but... I agree with that. Like you say, I think that I expected more, especially against Tamori and stuff. I thought he could have used that aggression to get something out of him, and we, and we didn't see it, did we? No, but at the same time, uh, it wasn't his fault we were 2-0 down. Um, no, no, far from he, it. He barely had anything of the ball. Um, <laughs> Callum Robinson, I mean, you and I were very, very big on him after pre-season, but yeah, we, we talked about it a little bit already, but... He was fantastic. This was, you know, even if you discount the goal and uh, and the assist, if you like, I mean, he, he literally didn't lose the ball. He had 21 out of 21 passes. He had four oh. shots, which is a big deal because we don't get many shots. Um, you know, yeah. I, I think after after four games now, we've had the uh, the lowest amount of shots in the whole of the Premier League, which is, you know, you sort of say, well, that's that's not such a big deal because we, we're not a high shooting volume team anyway. You know, we weren't in the championship. No, that's just the way they play. Yeah. yeah, we were kind of middle of the pack in the championship anyway. So, but yeah, for him to get four shots and, you know, there were kind of shots in good areas as well. I'm thinking, you know, the one that um, uh, Zuma blocked, I think, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Zuma who blocked at the near post. Um, yeah, just really, really involved. And I think, yeah, you know, when you see, that just really shows the value of what he can bring to us, you know, being kind of controlled in possession, but also just intelligent, you know, going, going one-on-one again against Aspilicueta, getting into that sort of inside left channel. Uh, I thought he did that far better in the second half, getting into that inside left and sort mm. of pulling their defence about a bit. I thought first off he worked hard again, but he didn't really offer, you know, that, that sort of 
pulling someone out of a position mm. so someone else could come in in the way that he did for in the second half, where a lot of the time with Stevens and stuff. I thought second half he were absolutely fantastic, Robinson. Yeah, I always maybe this is a stupid thing to do, but I always sort of try and think about how someone's played if you just ignore the fact that they've scored because there is always. I mean, yeah. we've talked about it with like man of the match awards, haven't we? Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, man of the match is whoever scored, or it's the goalkeeper if no one scored. So, yeah, but yeah, this is one where it's like certainly that second half. Yeah, don't don't discount the fact the first half was poor from everybody, but um, yeah, he was he was an absolute menace, and yeah, I think him and him and Stevens really linked up superbly. So. That bodes very well. Um, I hope that gives him that confidence because we know we saw in pre-season against, albeit lesser sides, what he can do. Mm. We've not really seen it. We've seen little flashes of it and stuff. But I've still got a lot of faith that he's he's got what it takes to be a Premier League player. Yep, I agree. And I just mentioned him there, but another another one I definitely think has got what it takes. Ender Stevens. Are we going to hold on to him? That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this this is probably where I do you know if he was like 24, 25. The answer is probably almost certainly no, um, and it may even have been that we might not hold him onto him this season. To be honest, but yeah, yeah. yeah with him being twenty nine, I think that will that will uh, lead lead a few clubs to be like, ah, oh, it's probably not worth not worth pursuing. But yeah, he's had a very good start to the season. I thought he was quite. Um, it was a little bit anonymous against Leicester, but you attribute some of that to uh, Pereira, their right back, who is very very good. Um, but yeah, he just he absolutely dominated down the left in in the second half, particularly. I mean, you know, I mentioned all those like uh, those those chance creation stats, all the crosses coming from the left hand side, and he got an assist. He you know he, he megged Aspilicueta, I think, on the way to that goal. Um, got forward another shot from long range himself. There was a, a lovely bit of skill. Um, I think we were still losing two one at the time, but it was in our own half, and he just yeah just took yeah. Two I remember, I know what you're gonna say yeah. But even you know, even if you watch like. Well, I've watched. I think we both both watched the full match again a couple of times, haven't we? Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> but even you know, there's a moment. I think it's Jorginho. He he sort of just it, it looks quite simple, but he's being pressed by Jorginho, and he just checks inside. He has like a moment where he just pauses, and then he's like, "I've I've got what it takes to just nudge this round you yeah. and just be gone." And you can see Jorginho just like. You know, his head bows. He's like, oh, bugger. You know, it's- the, the calmness from Stevens. All I obviously didn't see him in the Leicester game. In the three games that I've seen him, as I will stand, it's just been. He looks so much like he belongs there to the point where it almost looks a little bit arrogant at times when he's nutmegging people and you know, <laughs> doing and just going down that left hand side with absolutely no fear. I thought first off, he didn't obviously get the chance to go forward, but I thought de- decent defensively. I don't remember getting caught out or anything. Second half, he was just absolutely fantastic. I think I'd give him the man of the match above Robinson, which is a bit harsh from Robinson mm. because obviously he set the goal up and scored. But I thought with Stevens, just everything we did good came through him. Yeah, no, he was uh, he was excellent. I think I'm going to have to bring back the uh, the end of Stevens music at the end of this podcast. Actually, in <laughs> tribute to. Like, I'm about to say everyone talks about Lundstrom and how much he's improved. I'm not. I can't remember a player who's improved as quickly as Stevens has from two seasons ago. No, it's uh, it, it is it's hard to think of one. Um, even I mean, even from twelve months ago at the start of last season, you know, there was still question marks about yeah. oh, we, we probably need some competition for him. But yeah, he's uh, he's been amazing. He looks every inch a Premier League player, which is very very encouraging indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, Moose, just quickly mentioned it already. Uh, yeah, that's. That is encouraging. The way I mean, I don't know if it, it was up against Emerson. There was that run down yeah, the left. Yeah, just outpaced him. Just yeah. left him for dead. I mean, I don't want to be one of these people that's like, you know, just frothing at the mouth at like having a quick player, but he's very quick. Like, he's re- I, I I can't remember 
a player we've had since Luton Shelton as quick as Moose. And <laughs> I think Moose has got far more about him. Yeah. Just in terms of you could tell with the control he's got. He's not Absolutely. he's not just running into blind alleys and booting it. He's and he's another one who looks really calm and confident with himself. He's probably gonna frustrate a few times, but I imagine the next few games he'll come on as a sub as he gets his fitness up and I can't think of a better sub yeah. realistically we could hope to bring on. Yeah, and I mean you know, if that works out, ten million for him is is going to look like a real steal. I think it's twenty three yeah. years old. Yeah, it's it's got a uh, as you say that 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 composure on the ball looks looks really impressive based on the fact you know he's he's barely played any football for three years. You know, just the odd yeah. the odd five or ten minutes here or there, and and some of that will be seeing out the game for Bournemouth as well. It won't be yeah, you know yeah. get the ball get on the ball, dribble at people, get in the box, you know, take a chance that kind of thing. So yeah, really really impressive from him. Um, it should really suit our system as well. But obviously we're very attacking, but we are playing a little bit more on the break this year, understandably. Mm. It should just like completely suit him to the ground the way he plays. I would have thought definitely, and I, I hope he's the next sort of uh, you know Wilder reclamation project, if you like. You know, everybody yeah. was like, I can't believe you spent ten million on someone who scored three goals in five years or whatever it is, and yeah. actually he's, he's just itching for the chance to to play for somebody consistently and yeah. do the business. So, yeah, hopefully they award that goal to him, but uh, I don't think they will. And and they shouldn't need to in terms of, like, you know, it doesn't it doesn't change the fact that he was impressive off the bench and, uh, yeah, looks looks an exciting prospect for us, I think. That's five different goal scorers, including the on-goal, obviously, that we've had in the, in the four games, which is... Mm. I think it's quite good. I think for a team, a lot of people said I'm not going to score enough goals and I'm not got enough firepower. So five different game. goal scorers is pretty pretty good, isn't it? Really? Yeah, we've scored in every single game. Um, yeah, which is good. Yeah. How many games do you reckon it took us to score five goals last time in the Premier League? I'll say seven. Da, 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 da. One, two, three, four, five, six. It was indeed seven. Yeah, get we, in. <laughs> that's <laughs> very good. Yeah, we, we scored our uh, our third and fourth. Oh, wait, hang on. Uh, I'm doing my maths wrong. One, two, four. No, it was more than oh. that. Oh, my Lord. Okay, this is crap podcast content. Apologies. <laughs> but I want to get this right. So, one against Liverpool. Uh, one against Reading is two. Two against Middlesbrough is four. We then went nil-nil, nil-two, nil-two. So, it was not until our 10th game on the 4th of November. The 4th of November That's it, that we scored the fifth goal of our season, which was the winner against Newcastle. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> we're here. We're going to score goals. And, uh, yeah, I, I hope we don't make defensive errors as bad as this one. I mean, I, I challenge you to this one. And then, actually, you know, when I thought about it, it's like, oh, it's kind of obvious, actually. But, yeah, at the time, I was thinking, like, have we come? I bet we didn't concede three worse goals than those two in the whole of last season. But I think you could. Uh, you could throw in two in the three-all draw with Villa, couldn't you? Yeah, and then I the, think the Leeds one. The Leeds uh, one was Henderson's the one that's to mind. Yeah, and then I said like the Middlesbrough one as well. Do you know the uh, the, the two against Middlesbrough off corners? I think they were off set mm. pieces, which was really naive defending. I thought. Yeah, so th- there were a few, but yeah, over you know that was over the course of the season. So yeah, I mean, while I mentioned this afterwards, and it's frustrating because three of the last four goals we conceded have come from mistakes. You know, Basham losing it in midfield against Leicester, and it's sort of like. Taking a poor decision to to do that, and then yeah, yeah these two. But you don't. I mean, I don't mind that the bashing mistake. I've only seen the highlights. It, yeah, it was a poor mistake. I don't really mind it because it looked like he was trying to mm. get something started. I think the two on on Saturday were just really poor, basic errors. To to quote um, Garth Crooks. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, which we, which we shouldn't 
I mean, we shouldn't expect those to be repeated. Um, no, no. I mean, I think O'Connell's made two mistakes in two seasons. So. Yeah. Well, well. I mean, I remember after the after the Villa three three, I, I was kind of uh, I don't know, if, maybe calm is the right word, but I was like, I'm kind of okay with those errors because yeah. they're not going to happen again. Or if they do, it'll be like you know, one every twenty games or something like that because it's just. Yeah. They're good defenders. They don't do that often. I mean, that's why it was kind of shocking the Villa one and and this first half. It's like, wait. and that's what the frustrating thing is. If you got yes. torn apart by Chelsea, you you know, clap your hands. Yeah, brilliant yep. goal. So frustrating that those goals could have been scored by any Championship team, really. Yeah, oh, I know. Well, yeah, it's just scored by a Championship striker, Ta- Tammy yeah. Abraham. Do you, do you think he's going to be a uh, e with me on him being a, a good Premier League player? Do you think? I that's... think he'll be a good Premier League player. I'm not. I don't think he's quite there. Yeah, I, I think that it was strange actually. We looked really scared of him. I thought in the first half, which was strange because mm. against Villa, I know he scored due to a Henderson mistake, but he didn't really do much against us, did he? At no, Port last year, N- not all. So I was quite surprised at how we looked a bit panicky every time he got behind. So. I think he's going to develop into a, a top Premiership player. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. I, 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 I'm not sort of completely sold on him as a, an international or anything like that yet. No, no. Um, but yeah, still, still just 21. Um, I'm still annoyed that he was on loan in the Championship last season. That's yeah. ridiculous. I know, yeah. People are going to get bored of me saying that. And Mason Mount as well. And the rest. And mm. the rest. Um, yeah, I did enjoy... I mean. No swearing on the show, but was it you retweeted? Didn't you? It was the uh, was it Jeremy Vine saying? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Th- thought it was going a bit far for uh, United fans to be singing that uh, Chelsea are just a, a poor man's Derby County. Should we put it <laughs> like that? But yeah, that was that was pretty funny. I thought. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, I want to introduce a new feature this week. If you're ready for this, yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be called the Alternative Man of the Match Award. Uh, and it's brought to you by Demblades Fanzine. Uh, the title may need some work, Alternative Man of the Match Awards. So if anyone's got a, anyone's got a better idea than that, then uh, feel free to <laughs> let me know. Anyway, each game, uh, Andrew and I will pick out one person that we think deserves some special recognition. So uh, it's not who had the best game, because you, know, you can get that everywhere, I think. Uh, and in fact, it might not even be a player at all, um, as you've probably seen before too long. Um, but it's someone that we think deserves some special attention. And yeah, it's brought to you by the Demblades Fanzine, who's a sponsor of this pod. Uh, which also give recognition to some of the best, strangest and funniest moments in United's history, all written by talented Blades fans. So, yeah, Andrew, what, what have you got for me as uh, as your alternative man of the match suggestion? It's got to be the one and only Garth Crooks, I think. I think just to... Oh, it, it's just the way he said it. You know, the what he, I think they're a bit basic, really, for, you know, the Premier League. Clearly never seen us. He, I liked how he said... I've seen him three times, and, and I, as if that's like some brilliant amount of research that he's done, <laughs> that he's like sort of probably part watchers three times this season. So, like I said, I, I've got a bit of a. I remember about ten years ago with Garth Crooks when well Roy Hodgson was manager of Liverpool, and I think he's good friends with Roy Hodgson, and um, he was under pressure obviously Hodgson at the time, and they scored a goal Liverpool, which were in the last minute, which were like a mile offside. I think it was against Bolton. And Jason Mohammed, I think it was, was saying, well, we're a mile offside. And he said, who cares if it's a mile offside? Even the Bolton fans will be celebrating for Hodgson tonight. And you were like, what? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I remember texting my friend at the time. Was like, Has he just said that? Have I? Did I hear that right? I mean, I might be paraphrasing, but it was something along those lines. Garth Crooks. Yeah. So he was on, um, 
uh, it was whatever the BBC equivalent of Soccer Saturday was. Yeah. So, I mean, brilliantly, this was, I think he, he put this opinion out there at 2 0 down, didn't he? Was it half time? I think um, it was just, yeah. I, I, I weren't watching it myself, but I saw the score on the side and he did say 2 0. So. Yeah, so that came back to bite him quite quickly. But yeah, I, I've enjoyed the internet's reaction to it anyway. Um, you know, I, I couldn't actually bring myself to watch the clip until, you know, I thought maybe we should actually just for the, the purpose of this. But yeah, quite quite a basic side. Um, yeah, I hope he at least watches the second half um, and, and changes his mind on that one. It's um, the arrogance. It's the arrogance of the like, yeah, they're going to struggle. And you think, well, what have you based that on? Because you clearly haven't really seen us. You've you admitted yourself, you've only, that's the third time you've seen us. It's a half time in a game where we're playing absolutely awful. Hmm. And you've made this huge sort of sweeping statement that we're a basic side. I just don't think it's very hard. I'm going on a rant about pundits again here, but I don't <laughs> think it's very hard. It's not a hard job to just do a little bit of research about the game that you're commenting on. I mean, there's only 20 teams, isn't there? Yeah, he's not doing the entire football league. And there's only three new ones this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah, it's a good shout. Uh, I've got a few a few other nominations or honourable mentions. Um what about John Egan uh, following the ball into the net for our equaliser? Is is our is the only sent one of our centre backs that doesn't overlap, and he's the one uh, get first to the celebrations, I suppose. I mean, that, that's another thing actually. If uh, if nobody gets a touch on that cross from Robinson, I think I think Egan probably knocks it in on the line. But what is he doing there? I mean, I know we're <laughs> sort of like off a bit of a corner, but the fact that he's still up there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like we just had a corner cleared or anything. You know, it was a good. No, I think of... it was like a minute after or something. Like, yeah, I think we had a corner yeah. cleared it, passed it around, you know, and then back in. No, good for him. That's what I like yeah, to see. Yeah, fair play to him. Yeah. Um, I have to mention uh, the Shoreham view um, vlog. <laughs> I've got to mention his phone taking one for the team. Have you seen? I've this? not watched it yet. I've seen it come on, but I've just not had a chance to watch it today. It's true dedication to the cause. His uh, uh, one of one of the the guys' phones is uh, is completely wiped out. Um, <laughs> I, I don't I don't think he elaborates on how it happened, but uh, it, it was unfortunately not in a. Um, in a goal celebration itself, so some but, of the yeah. celebrations have been insane. Have you seen some of them? Like the tug of war <laughs> thing going on, and uh, absolutely fantastic. Tug, wait, 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 the tug of war? No, I've not seen. Have that. you not seen this? Oh, it's like a steward trying to pull someone, and the, the fans trying to pull him back. I'll send you a link <laughs> after. I'll put it. I'll, I'll read. I'll tweet the link out actually if I can find it. Anyway, no, I've not seen that. Um, there are some great images actually. I mean, I've, I've, I love the uh, the Shore and View vlog, and uh, I think I think Travelling Blades was, was just just uploading. Uh, as we I'm going to say I've not, I've not seen it. I've just been out this morning, so I've not had a chance to see him. But yeah. I will be watching those after this. Have you seen the the brilliant photo, um, like from from behind the players as they've equalised, and you've got all the fans celebrating, and it's oh, like yeah. it, I don't know, it's like one of those sort of um, Renaissance paintings, of like <laughs> everyone pulling a crazy face. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it was it was fantastic to come back. The fact it was against Chelsea, the fact it was the last minute, the fact that it sort of I'm not saying shut everyone up because it's it's too early to say that, but just there was so much going on it, and it's one of those moments that you'll remember, isn't it? I Definitely. wish I were there actually, but yeah, I know. You need about two million loyalty points. So. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> all right, so the the winner of the uh, alternative man of the match award. I mean, I think I think to to for dedication to truly terrible punditry, I think it has to be Garth Crooks. You, Fair play, yeah. I mean, we. We've seen and we've read, we've heard some absolute bilge about us this season. But yeah, I mean, that one coming like four games into the season where we've clearly had a good start to the season where we've scored in every single game. 
Um, yeah. yeah. What does he want? What does he want to play this free-flowing football, you know? I don't understand what he's... But in fairness, these pundits doing this have actually led to other pundits sort of calling them out. I heard Robbie Savage yesterday say... He thinks Carl Crutch needs to watch Sheffield United more. And Jamie Redknapp's done an article today in the paper saying we're getting so much unfair press. And, you know, there's quite a few coming out and defending us, which I suppose is decent. But... Yeah, we're going to be the hipster hipster team in, uh, in a few but weeks. But you predicted that, didn't you? Something along those lines, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I, think, I think we're almost getting to the stage where, like, the smart thing to do if you're a website is write an article about how all the pundits are wrong and United are really fascinated to watch and then it was yeah. like, oh, get a lot of retweets out of that one. Um, but yeah, inaugural winner of the Denblaze Alternative Man of the Match, it's Garth Crooks. Congrats, Garth. You you, you really well excelled done. yourself there. Um, don't forget, you can pick up your copy of the Denblades fanzine from demblades.co.uk, demblades.co.uk. Uh, the Away Annual is still on sale, issue three of the quarterly, published late this month. Uh, the cover of that is going to be provided by none other than legendary local artist Joe Scarborough as well, so make sure you it's order absolutely yours. absolutely fantastic, this, uh, the new annual as well. It's, I think they've all been good, Demblades, but I think the design of everything of this has been absolutely brilliant. Yes, I've, uh, I've, I really enjoy it. It's, it's, it's really well put together. Um, Apart from my, I've got a load of spelling mistakes, uh, little typos in there for myself. But I, that, that's just me like, having a go at myself. With it you, um, yeah, the actual you... layout and everything is absolutely it's beautiful to sort of. I've got them all like in a row now, like on mm. like a start of a collection. So yes, looking forward to the next one. Are you, have you written anything for the next one, or are you? Yeah, thinking? I've done um, another alternative reality, which is uh, what Wednesday fans really think. <laughs> so. I look forward to that because yeah, some of your. I think it was in the last quarterly. There was like it was the promotion special one, and there was a slightly you'd written several distressing situations where things had gone yeah. terribly wrong for us, and yeah, I, I I was like wanting to skip to the end of them. It was it was it was too real. Yeah, yeah, like a bit of a Radiohead sort of vibe going on, like so just like <laughs> try to bring the mood down on the promotion thing. But now I think I I do always genuinely I think Dead Bart um, posted of like the worst case scenario this season. I don't know if you mm. saw that on his. Yes, uh, I did. Yeah, I, I wish I'd not read us. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, did you have to do that. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like. We you ended know, up back in League One with like yeah. I think nearly going into admin and <laughs> the, uh, yeah the uh, the court case gets resolved and the club gets sold to a maniac and Wilder gets sacked and yeah it's like Jesus yeah <laughs> you're right there mate <laughs> yeah I'm gonna say yeah but that's exactly how I think to be fair a lot of the time I always think this is like even with the Chelsea thing when we scored I thought this is gonna get disallowed <laughs> oh no do you know we we haven't really had um, a VAR moment yet have we. No, I've not had a chance to boo that yet, have we? Or, <laughs> I think like, I, I saw the Villa fans obviously going absolutely mental on um, on Saturday, which is, you know, mm. it's going to happen, isn't it, in one of the games? Probably the last game of the season, knowing us. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially, but yeah, I haven't felt it. I haven't felt its effect yet, apart from like, oh, Ryan Fraser should have been sent off and... Mm. Yeah, maybe maybe it was a foul on John Egan, but it would you know when you see some of the things that are not getting not getting overturned on VAR, um, yeah, I, I can see why that one was not looked at. Um, yeah, as uh, talking about content that you have created, uh, do you want to share your your favourite Chelsea view from pre match and post match? There's definitely one post match that stuck in my mind, but have, have you got a pre match one that has aged very poorly? Or yeah, um, I like this one. Uh, poor opposition, no doubt. They'll provide a different challenges. They will likely employ a very low block. There will not there will be no spaces to run behind their defence. This game is definitely a confidence builder, though, and a game for the younger players uh, for, to be in the starting eleven. What I like about that is their, their two goals 
their second goal did didn't come from a low block. They they got in behind too many times. So even you know, <laughs> it was actually a, one of the we should have probably played a little bit more of a low block. Um, and I like the fact that bring a younger player on, you know, and, and obviously they brought the seventeen year old kid on, which everyone now thinks is the worst decision that any manager's ever made. So. <laughs> nice <laughs> fickleness of football fans. And after, it's nothing to do with the game. I just found it funny. Um, so, so disappointing when Sheffield United scored. I crushed my coffee cup and chucked it on the floor at the stand. <laughs> so that is how I... And someone put after, you must have been livid, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was the one that stuck out in my mind. Yeah. I was just having like a vision of uh, Mr Burns trying to crush, crush his styrofoam yeah. cup. Like... I, I like the idea of just like, oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's how angry he was. <laughs> just like really moderately annoyed that he just yeah, exactly, played a two-goal yeah, lead. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I think it would have been. I remember when we conceded the third against Villa, and I, I wasn't that so I'd have crushed anything. I think then to be honest. Yeah, but, I probably would have. Yeah, I, I think I did quite well not to like destroy any furniture. Actually, I think I was. I did. I'm not gonna. I'm not proud to say that I did swear at the top of my voice in my own house. And um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 neighbours not said. Luckily, neighbours are United fans, so we're all right. <laughs> yeah, very good. Um, all right. I think I think that wraps it up for uh, for Chelsea. Then any uh, or any other thoughts on that one, or uh, ready to move on? No, I'm ready to move on. I think with that, yeah, I think we've pretty much covered it. A brilliant, brilliant game to watch. I think from when I watched it back, and you're not quite as in the heat of watching it. Mm. I thought it was a really interesting game to watch. It weren't, you know, for a, a purist, there were a lot of mistakes, obviously, and stuff. But in terms mm. of entertaining game, I thought it was really good. Yeah, uh, just a quick shout out for Ben Osbunks who made his first uh, first league appearance as well um yeah you know late late substitution i think he was playing i think he came on initially in sort of central midfield he seemed to sort yeah, of move, did, yeah. move out there a little bit well, but well then... he came on 2-1 down didn't he i was quite surprised because i thought we might That's have right. put a more creative player on but mm. yeah so... mcgoldrick had already come on any so maybe it was just um yeah do you know i can't remember who he came on for can you uh freeman i think was uh, it freeman yeah. no Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me one sec. Uh, I know Freeman was subs, but no, Musa came on for Freeman in the 80th minute. Uh, he came off for Basham, so Basham, yeah. of course he did. So we yeah. went, we went four at the back basically. Yeah, um, a bit of a shout out to Basham, by the way. Obviously, I didn't see the game last week, but I saw the knee-jerk reactions of people saying he should be dropped and he's not good enough. I actually thought he was our best defender in terms of defending against Chelsea. Mm. I don't, don't, can't remember really a mistake he made. So. You know, fair play to him to come back from that mistake. Yeah, no, I thought he uh, he did well in this one for sure. Uh, yeah, Osborne. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't really involved too much. I'm just bringing it up as he was, uh, you know, his first appearance. Although he he was smart, won a free kick right at the end, and I think yeah, I think we equalised. Yeah. yeah, that was. You know, we, we've talked about that quite. That's been a bit of a running theme through our four, first four games about um, you know being streetwise, knowing when to when to fall over basically when you mm-hmm. feel contact, and that's a classic situation. Two yeah. all in your own corner flag. Just hit hit the deck because you've been you've, you have been fouled, but make sure the officials know it. So, did you yeah. agree? I, I saw a couple of people at the time saying, "Well, we need to go for it now." There's a third one I have, but I personally think we did the right thing. But I think it's. I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't honestly say that I felt like we immediately went into our shell. I mean, no, it was basically the 90th minute. I think there was only four minutes injury time, weren't there? So yeah, yeah. yeah. But obviously, we we dropped back a little bit. I, I presume. I think we Robinson sort of drops a little bit deeper. Moose yeah. sort of stayed up, but I think it was the right thing anyway. Yeah, didn't exactly. have a shot did there or anything. So no, I think if we'd won the ball in midfield, we would have had men pouring forward. I don't think yeah. we'd been like you know just kick it to the corner flag or anything like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah good stuff. Um, all right, it was a good week for you. United. Uh, we beat Blackburn, as we mentioned, in the League Cup uh, in a rubbish game by the sounds of it. Uh, but, you know, 
wins a win and go through to the next round. We've got Sunderland next, which is not hugely appealing. No offence to Sunderland. I wanted like, um, I don't know, it's not like Rochdale away. or Yeah, yeah. I wanted uh, Crawley away. Oh, Crawley away, yeah. Have you ever been to Crawley? I've never been. I probably wouldn't have got a ticket. I imagine it's all that quite quick, but yeah, I'd have liked the so. chance to have gone away. Yeah. So. It's, it's not, uh, it's not uh, like, I don't know, <laughs> incredible experience to go to Crawley. Did to you go honest. when we were in League One then? Yeah, I went at least once, I think, so I was living in London at the time, so it wasn't actually ah, right, that yeah. far away. Um, I saw his, uh, what's his blooming name? Tony McMahon. I sc- scored two free kicks. I was there when he scored two phenomenal free kicks just for yeah. Christmas one year. But, um, He's still playing Tony McMahon. I can't remember who far, but I saw him pop up somewhere. <laughs> let's let's look that up. Can't, <laughs> can't let that go un- unmentioned. Is that Oxford United, apparently? Yeah, yeah, I knew it were like a decent, decent side. He was still playing league football. Yeah, good for him. Oh no, he's on loan. No, sorry, was on loan at Scunthorpe last season. So yeah, that obviously did not go well. Um, <laughs> yeah. They went down in the bottom. Yeah, ex- exactly on, that. Now. Yeah. Um, so Sunderland next. I mean, a, a good chance to to go another step further. Um, the one thing I'd say about Sunderland is it, it, they are obviously a massive club, so it's a bit more spicy than say. I don't know. So for, just for, for Jay Peterborough, but <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> no, you know what I mean. It's like it's not as if we've got a. A really lower league team at home, and it's like, oh god, or like even a champion Blackburn were a boring draw, weren't it? At least Sunderland they'll probably bring a few. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if we're if we're creative with our pricing, they'll probably bring like five. Am, am I going nuts to think they might bring five or six thousand? And midweek, I think they took two and a half or something to Burnley. I read. I, I could have got that wrong, but it's something around that. Yeah, I mean, we so, should give them as many tickets as they want, basically. Um, I wonder if they open the cop as well. It'd be interesting, actually. I'll probably go to that one. Uh, to be honest, just to. Yeah, because I can't remember last time. I played, I don't know, two seasons ago, wasn't it? Last time I played Sunderland, seems oh, yeah. like a lifetime ago. But. Yeah, it's strange, though, isn't it? Um, England squad came out. Just want to quickly get your take on this. Were you expecting O'Connell and/or Henderson to be in this squad? No, I don't think any of them deserve it. To be honest, yeah, mm. I think O'Connell's only played four games ever at Premiership level. I think it'd be foolish as Southgate to bring him. You know, well, it were three games at the time, weren't it? To bring mm. him in in that. And I think Endo, to be honest, has been pretty average this season. He's not had much to do, which is testament to our defence. But yeah, I think yeah. his distribution's been a bit poor this year, to be completely honest. Yeah. Because a lot of like, kicks out of play and too far or, you know, too short. Yeah, I think he's going to have to step up a little bit. I'm not in terms of in his United career, I mean, to get into the England squad. Yeah. I think, um, I wonder if Henderson, if it had been a friendly squad. Um, I wonder if he'd have been called up. He's obviously 22 now, so yeah. Um, he's obviously he's earmarked in there. I won't be surprised if he if he does. But I think to, for him to get in this season in a qualifying game, I think he's got to step up and pull a few big saves off like he did on Saturday. Yeah, so, I think so. But it, we, as, as you say, with it being a qualifier, it's like well, if um, you know if something happened to Pickford mm. uh, and then happened to Pope as well, or you know one gets sent off or something like that, then you want the you probably want the slightly more experienced head to come in, which is which is heat and obviously. But I agree. With, I agree with that. The the thing I didn't. I, I think Connor Cody and Lewis Dunker really sort of. I can't understand why Mings is in get above them too. No, I um I don't. I've seen actually quite a lot of Villa this season. Uh, I've seen I've seen a couple of games of Villa. Um, and he's looked suspect in in most of them, to be honest. I don't get it. He's obviously a decent defender, and he and he's got everything that you need for a defender, but. 
again, I don't I don't understand why. I mean, Conor Cody made a mistake yesterday, but last season he was fantastic. I, I can't understand how he's not been called up. Mm. I don't know if like Southgate uh, thinks that Mings is like actually twenty two, twenty three, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> isn't just, that like yeah. a twenty six year old? But no, it's uh, not one to lose sleep over. I agree on O'Connell. Um, I, I never expect him to be in this squad, but I still. I think for friendlies, you know, in a few months, maybe he will uh, He will definitely be in there. I so. think that's fair enough. I just think these people, especially with a qualifier, who deserve a chance more than O'Connell at this particular moment. Yeah. Um, Things is one of them, but... <laughs> no, there is that. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so obviously we're going into an international break now. Um, I'm kind of happy to have this break. Are you, are you similar? Or are definitely. you just like, give me the next game? Uh, in a way, yeah, you want it to come after a good result, but... The worst thing ever is sort of in football, anyway, is when you go into an international break after a defeat. And mm. even though I expected us to lose to Chelsea to some degree, I still had that feeling of oh, we haven't got a game this week to put it right. If you're going to go into an international break, what a way to go onto it, really. Two-two draw after being two and all down. Yeah, and and with that, like you know, we've talked about it already, but that that promise that there's a bit more to come. Yeah, exactly. Like the, yeah. I mean, you know, as it happens, we actually have quite a few players away on international duty now. Well, certainly for Ireland, anyway. Um, that said, uh, I've just realised this. You probably remember yourself. Our uh, record after international breaks is appalling. I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> All right. Um, I need to... Yeah, actually, you know, I think you're right. I think it goes back further than last season as well. I seem to yeah. remember it being the same in uh, in 2017-18. So. We, we beat Villa 4-1 before the last international break. I remember because I were away again. and um, yeah. You were so excited for the game after, like Bristol City away after, lost one now. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and yeah, we played pretty poorly in a, a lot of those games, didn't we? So hopefully, hopefully not the case because um, Southampton is, with with no no disrespect intended, that is a winnable game. I think. It is. This is what sort of uh, that's the one thing that I do want to start. I'd love to play them again this week, but they're obviously they went on a high as well. That's a decent draw for them at home to Man mm. United with ten men as well. So. But I looked at their strike for Southampton. I think we're going to do a preview pod anyway. But we are, and yeah. you look at Ings, Adams, and Shane Long, and yeah, it doesn't really strike the fear of God into me, to be honest. No, it shouldn't do really. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm similar. I'm like, yeah, you know, this is. I'm a. I, I would rather there was some football this week. And I mean, all right, there's some international football, and actually, I will end up watching Ireland for sure because um, well, it's basically our team, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and yeah, I'll watch the England games as well. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm okay with a little bit of a break. I think just to kind of uh, yeah, just uh, just reset. Hopefully, work on a few things. You know, Musa's played a full night in. Um, I think he's played today as well. 23s, he? yeah, yeah. Uh, which, uh, they lost four three. It's I was. Following on Twitter, courtesy of uh, Mr. Phil Rose and and um, Danny Hall as well. Carry um, bag firm, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, I, I love the carry bag firm. Yeah, I, really I, I'm like I'm I'm secretly admiring them from a distance. So <laughs> I, 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 I want to join them, but I, I don't well, think I'm, I'm up to it. But <laughs> I know exactly. So um, yeah, maybe one day I'll I'll have the the bravery to actually go to it under 23 games and <laughs> make myself known. But no, the uh, it sounds like. Um, uh, it sounds like basically every time we scored, Charlton then scored immediately, which is uh, slightly weird. But no, good good for him to get nine minutes and yeah, hopefully closer to fitness. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, uh, it's the transfer deadline for leagues one and two today. Is that is it today? I thought it I don't know it was this today. week. Oh, we, right. It actually closes in twelve minutes, but um, I'm, I'm wow. not willing. I'm not willing to waffle for that long. Uh, it sounds like Jake Wright 
is finally leaving the club. It sounds yeah. like going to Bolton of all teams. I know, I feel a bit bad for him, really, though. I mean, you'd have thought they're pretty much down now, aren't they? Whatever happened with the yeah. points pitching and everything. But, but then, I, yeah, I thought he could have possibly done a little bit better than that. But, you know, he, he, I think he was fantastic for us, Jake Wright, really unsung. I think we went about 400 games with him playing, didn't we, without losing? So. Without losing, yeah. He was, yeah, uh, he'll, he'll always have that. But, yeah, I. I I'm surprised he's been here that long. I know he's had a few injuries and stuff, but mm. I can't see why he couldn't do a job at League One level for a no. better start. Yeah, well, maybe it's uh, you know it might just be exactly what they need in terms of. Uh, in, in some ways, it might be a quite an a, appealing position for him because you know he's going to go in, uh, be a senior figure in a team that you know needs a leader. Frankly, mm-hmm. that's absolutely you know what he is. That's what he what he showed with United. Uh, it's yeah. going to have a fair bit of defending to do, I imagine, unless they. You know, recruit very well. So yeah, and he's only, he's, he's thirty three, which is obviously not young, but you know, you'd have thought he got a couple of years ahead of him yeah. in the lower leagues. Yeah, definitely. So that's that's not confirmed yet. Um, but if that goes through, then uh, it looks like Leon is probably going to be staying. Then I heard obviously what Jay said last week um, about his wages and things and how hard it is for him to. Yeah, it's a shame though, isn't it? Because he's still got a lot to offer. I wonder if we'll just terminate his contract like we did with Carruthers. Yeah, could be. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it just depends how much of a payoff he wants. If he's if he's on that much wages, I'm not sure. But it would be a shame if he if he has a season basically doing nothing because he's coming to the end of his career and he's he's a really good striker, especially at League One level. Yeah, exactly. I think I'm pretty sure you can still sign players on free transfers um, mm. after this, so maybe he'll be one of them. Um, but Is yeah, Ricky Holmes gone. Uh, no, pretty sure he's still a Sheffield United player. Um, yeah, he's still he's still on our books. He's another one that we're we're going to struggle to get rid of. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, transfer listed, obviously, but hasn't gone anywhere. Oh well. Um, yeah, Carruthers leaving was was not a surprise. It's just a yeah, nothing against him. It's just like uh, we've just moved too fast for a lot of these players, haven't we? It was weird when when we kicked off the championship season. He was actually in above Duffy, weren't he, Carruthers? Mm-hmm. He, he started the first three four games or something, and I really liked him when he first came, and he made a few cameo appearances, but he never obviously kicked on. Then got a couple of really bad injuries by the sound of it. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I thought he looked. Great. I mean, I remember uh, he played for MK Dons against us in that home game. Yeah, it was fantastic it? that match. Yeah, yeah, I think he went off injured, and I remember saying to me, Dad, like. I'm, you know, don't want it to be injured, but I'm really glad he's going off. I think he went off after about half an hour, and they were like on top of that, and he was just driving mm. through our midfield. Yeah, so yeah, it's a bit. I mean, so he's gone to Cambridge, hasn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. who were in League yeah. Two, I believe. I think he's been training with them as well, like all pre-season. So it's not a. Yeah, so yeah, a bit. He's another one where you think like you, you know, you'll have made a bit of money, but you have essentially gone backwards. You know, yeah, you're, you're a League yeah. One player when we signed you, and now you're going down to League Two. Um, so yeah, Cambridge United are definitely in uh, League yeah, Two. They are, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. So just to make sure I'm not just talking absolute nonsense. <laughs> um, but there we go then. Uh, yeah, let's let let's wrap it up there. I mean, as you correctly mentioned, we're going to do the whole the Southampton preview until next week. Um, and yeah, we can do some Premier League narratives as well, which I'm quite looking forward to. Yeah. Which is going to be a buy or sell and whether you believe early season narratives are going to continue for the rest of the season so that'll be a fun one to do but yeah let's uh let's wrap it up there a, a great point for the blades um yeah it's it's 
it's hard for me to be happier about it. I think, you know, being 2-0 yeah. down, you just expect that we're going to lose kind of comfortably. As you mentioned, it felt a bit like a, a Warnock in the Premier League kind of game. But no, we showed what we're about second half. Robinson gets his first goal. Moussa possibly gets his first goal. And uh, yeah, we uh, we leave we leave Frank Lampard looking like looking like a mug, which is <laughs> yeah. always always amusing. I've got nothing yeah. against Frank Lampard. He's, uh, He's but... bound to be the England manager one day, isn't he? No matter what oh. happens. <laughs> It seems like all the media have just decided already that he's a fantastic manager. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Get a get a bet on that one now. Actually, yeah, <laughs> might get some good odds on that. Um, all right, Andrew, mate, thanks very much. Uh, Thank you. People, check you out on Twitter at Panchero and Roy's View From dot com. Are you have you got any have you got any international break content lined up? Yeah, I'm going to do uh, what the Ireland and uh, hopefully Scotland fans, if McBurney plays, uh, mm. are saying about uh, our plays in those games. Uh, did, did you see the McBurney controversy? Uh, I, I, have, I, actually, I haven't seen the video I just saw. Uh, I think it's a bit blown out of proportion. Some of the Celtic, uh, some of the uh, Scottish fans are going absolutely mental about it. But yeah, I'll be I'll be collecting um, uh, views from for the five players who got out on international duty definitely, and I might do some loan updates as well of see how Duffy's going down at Stoke, which I don't think he even played again, did he? We can, but. You know that'll be interesting reading. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. I think we've not really got that many people out on loan. I don't think at the moment we've also got rid of a lot. I think Slate yeah. is out, and I'll do some research anyway and uh, try and get those up at the weekend or something. Yeah, Tyler Smith, I think, is going a few. Get some. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Is it David Parkhouse? Is it Der- is it Derry? Derry that City. That was the yeah. guy. Absolutely banging was thinking about who he went somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I think he scored like four goals, four or five goals in a game the other week when I was. Just sort of pop up on Twitter, but yeah, there you go. Get some, get some view from the loanies, and uh, yeah, that's what that's, we want. I'll try and get them uh, up, uploaded at a weekend. Nice one. All right, thanks very much, mate. I uh, will speak to you later. Thank you. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs>